The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A statue of former Virginia Governor Harry Byrd Sr. is expected to be removed from Richmond's Capitol Square. Byrd was a leader in the fight against school integration, known as massive resistance. As Roberta Roldan reports, the Senate gave final approval to the statue removal Tuesday. On the Senate floor, Republicans and Democrats gave dueling accounts of the life of Harry Byrd. Republican Senator Jill Vogel defended the former Democratic governor and asked lawmakers to consider the whole man, not just Byrd's opposition to integration. He was a man of a certain time and a certain era. Senate Majority Leader Dick Saslaw immediately pushed back. It's almost like saying, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you enjoy the play? Democratic Senator Jennifer McClellan urged for the statue to be moved somewhere else and put in context. The damage he inflicted on this Commonwealth and on the African-American community we are still trying to eradicate. He does not belong on the grounds of the ultimate public park in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Back in 2020, a Republican delegate initially proposed the plan as a sort of gotcha bill, betting that Democrats wouldn't remove a statue of one of their own. The Senate approved the removal with only three Republicans opposing. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. The Virginia House and Senate have released their proposed amendments to the two-year state budget, which advocates say contains both good and bad news for child welfare. VPM News intern Clara Hazlett reports. The General Assembly has kept all of the foster care funding proposed in the budget, about $30 million. But Allison Gilbreth, with Voices for Virginia's Children, says they were hoping for more. The reality of that is that really wasn't enough to begin with. In 2020, the General Assembly had planned to make historic investments in the foster care system, nearly $90 million. But in response to COVID-19, over $60 million was cut. The current proposals restore some of that funding. But Gilbreth says children and families need more support, especially during the pandemic. Child welfare issues sometimes take longer to see than more immediate needs. Lawmakers still need to finalize the proposals, which will go to the governor at the end of the legislative session. Clara Hazlett, VPM News. The city of Richmond has at least four bids from developers who want to build a resort casino. The Pamunkey Indian tribe was the first to propose a casino south of the river in the Blackwell neighborhood. After a contentious neighborhood meeting, the tribe changed the proposed location to near the port of Richmond. Three other developers have also submitted proposals, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Two would build a casino in South Richmond. A Maryland-based developer is also proposing a project on the current Movieland property near Scott's Edition. A panel appointed by the mayor will select the winning proposal, which will need to be approved by city council and residents. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney is asking residents to provide feedback on the city's equity agenda and pandemic recovery plan. The mayor initially unveiled his strategy to address these issues during his annual State of the City address earlier this month. Stoney told reporters yesterday that the pandemic has reaffirmed racial inequities throughout the city. We are serious about this document serving as a foundational guide for the next era of change-making right here in the city of Richmond. 
Community members are encouraged to review the plan and submit comments at rva.gov slash rvaequity. Today, the Northam administration will be providing an update on the state's response to COVID-19. During the briefing, more information is expected on the state's vaccine rollout. As of Tuesday, nearly 500,000 Virginians had been fully vaccinated. Around 13% of the state's population has received at least one dose. The governor's COVID-19 update will be this morning at 11. The press conference will be streamed at vpm.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and VPM's YouTube channel. Two of the largest nonprofits serving the LGBTQ community in the region are merging. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Virginia Pride will soon become a program at Diversity Richmond and will continue to put on its signature event, Pride Fest. Leaders of the nonprofits say combining forces will benefit both organizations and will provide more support to Virginia Pride, which is run mainly by volunteers. The merger has been in the works for two years and will take effect officially on April 1st. Two-thirds of registered Virginia voters say President Joe Biden's election win was legitimate. That's according to a new poll from the Wasson Center at Christopher Newport University. Over half of Republican voters believe Biden won unfairly, and opinions on the job performances of him and his predecessor Donald Trump are generally split on partisan lines. Almost half of those polled agree that the federal government should be blamed for the slow vaccine rollout, with less than a quarter holding the state responsible. That said, more Virginians surveyed approve of Biden's COVID-19 response compared to Governor Ralph Northam's. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, February 23rd at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.